think of things as in one of two categories, mm. either a glass ball, and if it does not get done today, it is yeah. gonna break, yeah. or a rubber ball that can yeah. bounce a little while. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. So this is Mother's Day special. Let's just make this a Mother's Day special podcast. And I don't think we could have a better person coming into into the show right now and talk about it. So Meg, thank you so much for being an amazing mother. Congratulations uh, and having a, a, a great child. And the life is going to change. Everything's going to change. So on this podcast today, we're honoring all the mothers out there who are working mothers as well as, you know, just mothers of kids, I think, who are the hardest jobs in the world to do. We all recognize that. So happy Mother's Day to everybody. And Meg, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Sangram here. Welcome to the Flip My Fellow podcast. I'm so pumped. Like, I think this podcast is going to go crazy. I think everybody's going to be wanting to listen, share uh, because I don't think most people talk about this. And it's a sensitive topic uh, in one way. And I-, I couldn't find a better person than you to come and share that. Uh, well, I have a lot you. of respect for you. So um, you. the voice that you're hearing is is Meg Zellman. Uh, Meg is high energy, incredibly amazing sales uh, AE, account executive here at Terminus. And as part of our one team tradition on every Thursday, we'll have somebody from Terminus and share their story, whatever they're doing in their jobs. But today, we don't want to talk about jobs. We want to talk about life. And we want to talk about like what's what's important in life and how to be balanced life that is outside of the nine to five working environments and what are the, the most important things in life. So Meg, uh, first of all, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm very honored to be here. It's going to be great. And we're going to talk about motherhood. Awesome. And we're going to talk about you. You know, you're an incredible salesperson. You, you. you have an energy that I've not seen in many people, which, which really makes, I think, people around you infectious around the fact like, wow, I want to be, I want some part of that. So it's, it's really cool. And then on top of that, I think, you know, you have been with Terminus for a year. And you've done incredible. Everybody just absolutely loves working with you internally, externally, all the time. <laughs> and what's interesting is you have gone through also a, you know, you just had a baby, right? right. So tell yes. us a little bit about that and we'll jump into how do you think about motherhood, how you think about work. And now before, you know, becoming a mother, now that you're back mm-hmm. at work and again, you're, you're closing deals and making things happen as you're back into it, how, what has changed for you? So today we are going to just talk about that. Talk about you and and your life. Sure. So thank you again for having me here. I have been at Terminus for a year in four days, and I did just have a baby in December. So congratulations. Thank you. It is definitely the greatest, the greatest joy. Henry is four and a half months, and it takes after his dad in that he's super (laughs) calm and sweet. (laughs) So I feel so lucky to have two wonderful men in my life. My well, my dad, too. Yeah. Well, lots of good guys in my yeah. life. But I digress. Um, I think the biggest thing for me in becoming a mother and then coming back to work is striking a balance between the two. And my husband and I have talked a lot about how do we make this work? Yeah. Um, we endeavor to have a home that is joyful and one 
that does not feel chaotic and um, things like that. And so something that he taught me, uh, he actually learned this from a coworker, was the concept of glass versus rubber balls. Mm. So I feel like everyone in the world today has a lot of things they're juggling. And at the end of the day, I often feel like I still have so much to do on my to-do list. And my husband said to me, honey, think of things as in one of two categories, Mm -hmm. either a glass ball, and if it does not get done today, it is going to break, or a rubber ball that can bounce a little while. That's a really, really interesting way. You can almost visualize like life is full of probably rubber balls than, you know, glass balls. Totally. And so it's a very simple concept, but literally every day I make myself a written to-do list and I have one category that says glass balls (laughs) and another that says rubber balls. And, (laughs) you know, at the end of the day, Hopefully, all the glass balls have been checked off the to-do list. <laughs> yeah. the, we picked up the kid, uh, you know, baby from daycare, if he exactly. had to be, uh, yes. or, or any of those um, things. You know, prepared for any important calls, so on and so forth. But the rubber balls can often bounce a little yeah. bit more than maybe in the past. I, you, you know, as a mom, you, you just have to draw boundaries. And so, anyway, I'm learning to let those rubber balls bounce and... Um, yeah, I think yeah. that, I mean, I wonder, and we, one of the things that we've been talking on the podcast is the idea between giving up and letting go of mm-hmm. things. And I think giving up, uh, we talked about, which was, it it's, it's almost feels like you're giving up on something, so it's a losing feeling. Mm. And you're letting go of things is like, no, you actually have control over it, and you're choosing to not work on that stuff. Yeah. So like, I look at it from that perspective, and I think what you're in this example and the way you're thinking about the glass and, and rubber balls is right you know what you're going to let go of some of these things because they are important but they're not urgent they're not immediate they're not going to break things you know the most important things are um, that I'm going to focus on and you're you're not feeling like you're giving up on something you're not going to go home sad right. if some of the things on the, the rubber ball list is not done yeah. you're going to be still okay because you took care of the most important things in life yep so so I'm curious now what has changed from a work? What is what does your normal day now look like? Yeah. Before, what did it look like before mm-hmm. you were a mother? Yep. And now that you're a mother, what does your normal day look like? And and I think hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm uh, hoping a lot of women are listening to this, and a lot of men who have who have wives, they have kids, they're listening to it. And my wife works, and we have two kids, and I feel she has the hardest job in the world. Like I have the easiest job in the world, and she has the hardest job in the world because. You, you, you just can't com- even compare all the things that she thinks about, that I'm not even, I'm oblivious to yeah. all those things. <laughs> and it just comes naturally. And uh, I just feel like I'm a totally goofball. And that's yeah. a third category. Glass ball, rubber ball, and a goofball. goofball. <laughs> and then I'm in the goofball thing. I category. fall in that category too. So what what is your schedule before mm-hmm. to be productive, to be, because you're obviously an exceptional salesperson. Thank you. So, what was your schedule to be productive and do what you need to do before because you didn't have probably some parameters that you have now. Right. So what was your schedule before and what is it now and what are the differences? Great question. So before, frankly, there was just more time outside of the time in the office that I would give to work. Now, don't take that that I'm, you know, working less on my job at this point. It's just I've learned to be more strategic and more intentional with my time at the office and then more intentional with my time with family. So Andrew and I, again, he's my husband. We have sort of a great setup where he takes 
Henry in the morning, gets him dressed, yeah. gets everything ready for daycare, takes Henry to daycare. And if I do need to do a little bit of work before I come into the office that maybe I didn't get done the night before, uh, I can do that in the morning. Yeah. And then I do a way that my job has changed in a big way at the end of the day <laughs> is that, you know, by 5 or 5.30, I am You have door. to go. I have to go. Yeah. And I'm very conscientious that when I'm with Henry and when Andrew gets home later in the evening, my time is focused on my family. Right. And so I heard it said by several friends that are working moms that being a working mom made them both a better employee and a better wife and mom. And I feel that. I, I mean, see I've that. only been back to work for a month, but I think the intentionality, both with my time doing work-related tasks and then with my family, is just that much sharper and mm. intentional. Um, you so value really time fun. more, maybe. Maybe I think. I mean, because I, I think I, I agree with you a thousand percent. I think about my time with two kids, and and you have met Krish, and like he's hyper. He wants to do a million yeah. things when I'm home, and I choose to go take Uber almost every day because I take that hour because I live like an hour from here. Yeah. So I take that hour to work on clean up emails, all those things. So by the time I get home. I'm like focused yeah. on him, and that's just my way of dealing with the the you that's know not idea. not focusing on that. Yeah. Because it, Atlanta, if you're living in Atlanta, you, you know you're I, in traffic for at least an hour. Definitely in traffic. So that's that's how I deal with it, and I want that's how I try to figure out because if I'm in an hour in the car, then I'm thinking about all these ideas, and then by the time I get home, I'm still with him, but I have all these pending things in my head yes. that I need to clear out. Yeah. So that's how I've been working on. But your point around the fact that you become too, you become really good at being intentional. I think about my life before kids, uh, or even before Kiara, our daughter, was more of like, okay, I'll just go watch a movie, or I'll just go waste time right. for, for unnecessary things, or I'll just watch a thing on Netflix or something like that, right? right. And for like four hours. Now, I don't do that. And I think that has made me a better father, a better person, a better family man, mm -hmm. and a better uh, employee at the end of the day. So I can resonate with what you're saying. And I, I think the Uber thing is super creative. <laughs> that sounds like You're making really a note way. of it like, oh, well, I, I, I actually, I pulled up my phone because I, there's an article that if any of you are listening, this is well worth your read. Um, I found it, I think a friend of mine posted it on Facebook, but it was originally printed in December 2017 on workingmother.com. Yeah. And the author is Rachel Jonat. I'm sorry, Rachel, <laughs> if I've mispronounced your name. But at the end of the article, she talks about how she has learned to, quote unquote, quickly switch gears from work, family, and personal time mm. in a skillful, skillful manner that she's mastered in order to simplify her life. And so wow. I don't know that I've mastered this quite yet, <laughs> but it is true that, you know, there's work life, there's family life, and then there's personal life. And Speaking about how my life has changed, before I had Henry, um, I loved to work out. I loved to get coffee with friends. I would yeah. regularly meet early in the morning for uh, a workout with friends or coffee yeah. with friends. And now um, I don't do that so much, but I do go to one yoga class on Sunday afternoons. Yeah. Hopefully squeeze in a few walks with Henry in the stroller during the week. And um, anyway, I'm learning how to switch between the gears of work, family, and personal life uh, in in hopefully a masterful way yeah. before too long and it's kind of fun yeah you know yeah so. it's it's not and I think I think people 
I do think as people are listening to this podcast and I'm, as I can hear your emotions as you're talking through it, because I think as you're talking through, you're trying to compartmentalize all these three things and it's hard. And sometimes it's not compartmentalized. Sometimes, sometimes I feel very much like it's an amorphous blob of like, oh gosh, (laughs) there's so much to do and it's all jumbled together. And I think that's normal. Yeah. And that is okay. And I think, gosh, I know many women, many men listening to this, yeah. whatever, people listening to this, I'm sure have balanced child rearing and working for a lot longer than I have in a month of doing so. But for all of those mothers out there who maybe hear this and are on the brink of going back to work, it can be a little bit hard at first. Yeah. I think the day before I came back to Terminus, I cried most <laughs> of the day. Um, I also... Um, we decided we'd have Henry go to daycare a day early. So he went on that. I came back to work on a Friday. Yeah. Henry went to daycare on Thursday. And <laughs> I was a little reluctant about sending him a day early because I thought, I'm so sad to be apart from him. Why would we send him a day early? But it was kind of a treat. I took a nap. I treated myself to a massage. And I cried a lot. <laughs> but then on Friday when I came back into the office, the tears were gone and Today actually marks four weeks exactly since that first Friday, and it's been great. Yeah. So I throw that out there because, A, if you're able to send your baby to daycare a day early and give yourself a day, you might. Do that. You might find value in that. And, B, if you cry and if it's hard for the first day or a few weeks, I think that's totally normal. Yeah. I'm I'm so glad you're sharing this so openly Right. I think well, people need to listen to it's that. A real and feel, thing. Yeah, it's a real thing. And it's a, like I'm proud of my wife for doing what she does. And I don't think I can do anything close to what she does. Um, so to me, if people can do can can I think one of the things we like to do this in, in this podcast or especially in the last few is to challenge everybody mm. to think different. Right. And in, in a way that they can go back and take like it was not just, hey, I just listened to a podcast, but no, like what, what should they do? Right. Mm. So. What I'm hearing, and to kind of summarize and recap some of the stuff that I've heard, first of all, it's okay to feel overwhelmed. Oh, yes. It's okay to cry. Oh, yeah. Uh, So we're giving permission to people to do these things, right? Uh, And you are giving permission to because you actually have gone through that. Um, It's okay to take a break. Mm. Uh, It's okay to come back and feel confused uh, of your priorities. Uh, It's okay. What I'm hearing from you is it's okay to feel like, Hey, am I, are we, uh, you know, like, are we doing this right? And, you know, am I balancing it? And and there are some days are going to be better than others. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Those all things are okay. Yes. And I, I think if we can get this out through the, through this podcast, Mike, into people's hearts and, and, and minds is that it's okay. Totally. Right. So um, this is, this is phenomenal. So what, what is the one last thing that you want to share with everybody who's listening to this uh, beyond that it's okay you know you can do this if you're doing this you know don't feel like don't feel guilty around it mm-hmm. you're actually doing you know this I think it's a that's part yeah. of what I hear from a lot of people is that there's a lot of guilt around yeah. doing this stuff I think that's a perfect segue into this last thing I'll say which is that being a working mom can really be a beautiful thing and you can I think foster as special intimate lasting, beautiful relationships with your children just as much as you might if you were a stay-at-home mom when you come back to the office. I think it's all about intentionality and mindset. And so 
I think specifically for any women who find themselves on the brink of going back to work and are nervous about it or anxious about what it's going to be like, embrace it and uh, yeah, throw your arms around the journey. Know that it might be a little bit rocky, but um, know that it can be really fun and really rewarding and that you can certainly create and have that intentional intentionality with your family and yourself too. Yep. And, and one last thing, what would you say to the men who are listening to it? Like, how can yes. they support uh, better? Well, again, I'm, I'm very fortunate to have a husband, uh, a husband <laughs> who is a true partner. So men or other partners of women who are helping in this, I would say just encourage. And to Sangram's point a few minutes ago, remind uh, whomever has bore these children that it's okay when the journey gets rough it's okay to have tears and um yeah if there's one word that comes to mind it's just encourage Encourage. and stand beside i love that encourage and stand beside meg thank you so much this was incredibly amazing thank you so much thanks Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.